Blog Talk Radio. It is Friday. You are tuned into page one. And I don't know if you'll be tuned into page one if I win the Powerball this weekend. Did everybody hear about that? $600 million. What can you do with $600 million? One can dream. (laughs) It's the uh, breaking news story at this hour that that has gone up, and it is now more than... Close to a billion bucks. Can you imagine if that pretty much, if no one gets that right, and I find that hard to believe that for the last few weeks, no one has come close to matching those numbers, not even off a quick pick. But, hey, what can you do? The latest place that you can catch us, as always, is at News Comment BTR over on Twitter. And, of course, our official webpage, which is at www dot news comment btr dot wix dot com forward slash fan page there you will get the latest schedules bios and retro moment of the week as well as our info and where you can catch us because of course we're not only just there on twitter we're over on facebook and we also have an email where you can email us your thoughts comments as well as everything else that you want to email us or to get in touch with us about uh, things about the show or if you have some suggestions as to what to cover or if you are someone that uh, would like to be interviewed, you can catch us over there as well. So I think I got all that out of the way. Programming note, coming up next week, next Thursday on the 401 Lounge, we will have uh, Mary Carey uh, on Thursday, the 23rd, at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time, uh, Chicago time, which is uh, where we're at. Uh, Mary Carey, uh, for those of you the name might sound familiar, may not know, but she was an adult star who ran for governor of California. And in recent years, she has kind of, she fell on some tough times and a rough patch in her life, uh, was the subject of Dr. Drew's uh, celeb rehab on VH1, uh, for those of you who have watched that show. She was on the first season. And she was also on the first season of Sober House. Uh, which was also another Dr. Drew-based show. And Mary, in the last few years, she went in for uh, alcoholism and um, a couple other issues and has worked through those, has made her way back, and still does feature dancing, which was one of the things that I know they were trying to stop. But uh, she has stopped pretty much a lot of the adult entertainment work that she used to do, still does the dancing circuit, still goes out, uh, still meets and greets fans. And we're going to talk to her and to see where she is at at this point in her life. Of course, she is now married. Um, and it should be a very interesting interview. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then on the 26th, a couple of days later, uh, after, of course, another new page one next week, we will also have uh, adult film star Austin Taylor joining us on Sunday night, the 26th, 
Uh, that's Memorial Day weekend, pretty much. Um, she will join me at 10.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Got a lot of late 411 lounges, but uh, that actually works for me, and plus it's more a reasonable time. Um, and then we've got a couple of future shows that we are working on, so pay close attention to our Twitter pages where we will announce those usually. And as I talked about last week, coming up that final week in May, my plans right now are for to do a bunch of shows, bringing back some of our old shows to coincide with what we used to do, uh, such as Eye on Hollywood, News and Comment, uh, upon further review. Uh, we will try to do a lot of those in the last week of May uh, to kind of coincide with our 200 show, which actually today is show number 198. So, actually, I miscounted last week. Um, and my wonderful friend Mary is here. What's going on, my friend? Not a whole lot. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. You feeling all right? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> the medication's wearing off, so now I have to deal with it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's never good with medication wears off. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I've got pretty much the old business covered, but to kind of go into this week, you know, it's funny, sometimes we talk about things after the show, and one of the stories that caught my eye, even though it happened a few weeks ago, and but this week there has been some updates, was a story about what has occurred out in uh, Scripps Ranch, California. And if you have not heard by now, there were a dozen students who were originally suspended after appearing in a video posted on YouTube. 33 students were put on a five-day suspension, and at that point they were in danger of missing prom and graduation for twerking. Uh, since then, the prom and the graduation restriction was lifted, but now there is a new issue that is involving with that but these kids, of course, twerking, for those of you who do not know, it's a dance where a person moves their hips and bottom up and down in a suggestive fashion. That's a clean version. Pretty much just popping around and shaking. But the video made uh, on school grounds and with school equipment, it gathered a lot of national attention that the school did not want. Now, some parents are actually speaking out, but now there is a stigma that's going to be attached to these kids because there is now a discussion uh, about something that was put on their records, which was a sexual harassment charge, which is now added to it. And for those kids, it is going to kind of be an issue because for a lot of those who are going to college, uh, you pretty much when you go into some schools, you have to have a clean record. And, of course, having a sexual harassment charge on your record isn't going to help you any. And most of those girls were straight A or straight A student athletes with clean records until now. But a lot of the parents who went to a meeting this week said the girls were told the video was for a school project and that they had no idea it would be edited in a vulgar way and uploaded to YouTube. They also presented a DVD of other school back productions and pep rallies or similar dance rooms were involved. And <laughs> I, I'm not sure if you've seen the video. I watched I it last. Uh, yeah, I watched it last night. All two minutes and forty-seven seconds of it on YouTube. First of all, I want to say that's two minutes and forty-seven seconds. I'm not going to get back out of my life. Second of all, I've got to say, 
you know, and other parents were pretty much defending their kids like parents will, and they were like, well, they didn't know, and they didn't know. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me that if your kid did not know that that type of dance move was not going to at least garner some type of trouble, you're a lot more idiotic than I think you are. Your thoughts? I think those parents should be slapped with a sexual harassment charge, too. <laughs> Child pornography or something. I'm sorry. Come on. Okay, I will be the first to admit, I was living under a rock, didn't know what twerking was until recently. <laughs> I wasted my time on that as well. Two minutes I will never get back in my life. On top of being sick when I watched it, which made me want to throw up, um, if my child ever came up to me and said, you know, I'm going to be in this video for a school project, and I found out that's what they were supposed to do in the video, not only would I yank my child, but I gave the damn video. Excuse my language. Give me the digital copies and every single cell phone that was at that location because you know somebody took pictures. God, I just, I'm... What made this even more stupid? And I, I still laughed at myself because last night I'm sitting here by myself and I'm laughing. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I think that's all I can say over and over again. Because in the video itself, if you watched it, it's like not only is it stupid, but I was like with the guy in the video, the young man in the video, nothing against I'm, I'm not. I don't know him personally. I don't know anything else. But I was like, I think at this point, he was pretty much, if he was in charge of this, or if he's one of the ones that is a part of this, pretty much you know he's standing there doing this video like, yeah, I got these girls dancing. See here? See, it was like, it's just a stupid look. Cause he's standing there the entire time. He doesn't do anything <laughs> in the video besides do the jailhouse pose and pretty much is like sitting there moving his hands and like emotionally, like, hey, look, hey. And like, yeah, I got, point, look at, I pulled one over. Yeah, like, look, I got an old girl. And then toward the end, I was like, you could tell it was a little bit of favoritism because there was one girl, what, a particularly large behind, which pretty much she was a part of the video for, like, the remaining, it seemed like, last 45 seconds to a minute of this video. But it's like it was girls that were up there. And, and what? I, I, okay. <laughs> I, oh. Stupidity has run rampant. Okay, yes, that movie idiocracy turned into a documentary. How did that happen? I just don't understand. I can't wrap my head around. Oh, God. These are straight-A students and student-athletes, and we're ruining their records by putting this sexual harassment. Well, then they shouldn't have been shaking their behind like that because their straight-A's are going right out the window but, once they get back onto college campus. But, you know, they're going to be coming back pregnant. But you, I'm but sorry. You, but you know what this Keep comes pants down to. on, people. You know what this Don't comes down to. Don't be shaking your butt like that and then saying it was the school project. What school yeah. project wants to see your behind shaken? But you know what this comes down to, don't you? And it's something that I've noticed not only with the youth but the parents of that youth now is the inability to own up to something. I know. I think this situation would be a lot better if they weren't in such denial about how wrong this video is. We all know that we it is not it. normal for young ladies to be shaking in that manner up against the wall doing a handstand and shaking their butt, and the video is primarily primarily focusing on their butts and not their face. Let's be honest here. I know. And I'm sorry, yes, they do do that. That's called prostitution. They usually live in the red light district. Let me give you your stupidity card. I mean, seriously, people. It's like common sense went out the window. You did something wrong. 
we all can see the evidence. It's not yeah. like you touched a, you know, it's, it's not like you walked in. It's, it's like they walked through a cement slab <laughs> before it dried, and somebody goes, hey, wait a second. I see your footprints right here. It has your name written on the bottom of your shoes. No, that's not my shoes. That's some other Julie Smith that has shoes exactly like mine that lives in the same area as I do. I did a, Really? We're not dumb. We I see it. You... There's the video evidence, people. Oh, it's a school project. Really? What project? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me what we... project wants to have a video of you twerking. And if you say it was a video editing project, then you are even more stupid. Edit? Yeah. It's lions roaring. They know it. They got caught. They can't and own up to it. And now they're trying to backtrack. Stop yeah. it. I did wrong. How is it so hard? I made a mistake. Those three words, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done it. I did it. I deserve the punishment. <laughs> that went out the window. When, when did that go out the window? Hold yourself accountable, people. That's why we're in I'm, And these are the people that are going to be running the country. Yeah. These are the people that are going to be taking care of me when I'm old. I don't want to be taken care of by a bunch of booty shakers. Like I said, I guess there's nothing wrong with it in your own spare time, but if you know that you are doing this on video, you know that it's going to be posted. Yeah, and it's like, I'm not one to say, hey, don't do that. You kids can't do that. The thing is that it's going to be done. Oh, it shouldn't. I'll say it. Don't do that. Yeah, I know you're going to say it, but the thing is that it's going to be done. I can't stop it, but the thing is that you know it's going to be posted somewhere. You know someone's going to see this. So when you do this, and if you're not smart enough to say, hey, no, I don't want to do that on camera, you're going to go ahead and do it anyway, you got to own up to it, and you pretty much have to take responsibility for what you're doing once you get on camera. Thank you. <laughs> well, we'll keep you updated and see if you You're not even charge. a parent. See, I yeah, have I a young daughter. If I And I saw that two minutes, and granted, wasted two minutes. But then in that two minutes, the only thing that was going through my head was, if my daughter ever got this, uh, did this, my God, she wouldn't live a day past that suspension. <laughs> there would be death, and I would be in jail, because I would rip her heart out with my bare hands. <laughs> no more. We're, no. I would take her to a clinic and say, take out her uterus, because I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> I know she's only 15, 16, 17. Don't care. No babies out of this stupidity right here. Stupid <laughs> should not be allowed to breed, and obviously she's not using her head. So take it out. Seriously, I'm one of those people. I just, ugh. Okay, well, I'm off my soapbox. We'll, we'll, look for, <laughs> we'll look for updates to see if that charge gets taken off. But uh, I, I do think it a little bit, and we kind of went away from the question I really wanted to ask was, was the original charge too harsh? I, I thought no. it kind of <laughs> – I thought it was. I thought more – I mean, I don't think, you know, more of a suspension and more, I think, at this point they should go through certain classes about the proper responsibilities. I think that's more so going to be more of a worse punishment for those kids than probably just not going to proper graduation. But I'd say the prom graduation a little bit too serious, but I would pretty much put them through counseling classes in which – they recognize that what they did was wrong. Suspend them. I'm I'm old school. Take something away. They did something stupid. Take something away. Prom and graduation is the something they can take away. I I don't think it was harsh enough. The fact that they backed off of it. 
you're suspended. You're going to miss prom and graduate. Well, I guess you can go to prom. Those are the same girls that are going to get pregnant at prom. Just saying. Speaking of taking, <laughs> speaking of taking away, um, you know, <laughs> Social Network this week updated its policies to keep prostitutes from playing their trade on LinkedIn. And one of the things, I guess it's pretty much a sign of the times, but one of the world's largest professional networks is excluding one of the world's oldest professions. Uh, LinkedIn isn't the only social network having to deal with sex workers. Red light districts are no longer courting offline, but seem to thrive in plain sight on Facebook and Twitter. Now, a search of Twitter and Facebook also turns up profiles for alleged escort agencies. Facebook policies don't mention prostitution, but the site prohibits fake profiles, pornography, and illegal activity. It says, quote, we encourage people to report anything they find offensive or misleading. And tackling prostitutes on social networks, however, is not as easy as cleaning up, uh, of course, uh, Times Square or Los Angeles or wherever, because Twitter has 200 registered uh, users, LinkedIn has 225 million members, and Facebook has 1.1 billion unique monthly visitors. And profiles can be deleted as easily as they're set up. And it's a very interesting thing, but uh, for better or for worse, now a lot of sex workers are moving from, of course, the seedy sex sites to more social networking, which makes prostitution appear more accessible and accessible to middle and upper income groups. And question here, sign of the times or is social media freaking out about something that I guess they don't need to freak out about? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> in a way in which I guess it's now, I guess it's not one of those things where someone engaging in that was pretty much the secretive thing. 30 years ago, you pretty much had to look high and low, you know, to find your, quote, run-of-the-mill um, um, prostitute or call girl, you know. Mm-hmm. There was no Internet to easily find these people. And nowadays, you have a lot of people who pretty much put it out there who let themselves be known that they do run an escort service. But now they are taking to these social media sites, such as, like you said, Facebook and Twitter. So is it a sign of the times in which it's just, eh? Or do these sites like LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter, which get nervous about this type of thing, is it pretty much just one of those things where it's like, hey, it's the locomotive that's coming, so you can't stop it? Yes. <laughs> I hate to answer it that way. Um, yes and no. I mean, it, you have it, – it is more open. It is more accessible um, in a way. In a way, it isn't. Like, I can set up a site and say that I'm an escort service and never answer anybody. It, it, it's – the possibility exists. I can get people's numbers and scam them out of things and not do the quote-unquote services. Um same goes the other direction. I can do the services in a legal way. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you'd be surprised. There are some people who actually have, you know, actual websites set up, but they put that are, as, I mean, you could do an escort service that is only really an escort without having the um, oldest profession tied in, yeah, I guess. They put the disclaimer that the time that you spend is only for you know, the money that you spend is only for a time provided. Anything that else happens after that is between two adults. That's how they kind of get over it. And I was like, it's so right. wide open now, and you see these people with these sites. 
I was like, I mean, if you are a business, quote unquote, it can LinkedIn. Well, I know it's their site, but should LinkedIn really be? Oh no, 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 no. You know. Well, that's their site. They yeah. can. If they're trying to pull off, off the we're a professional site where where <laughs> we don't do anything shady, then yeah, they're going to do that. And unfortunately for those people that may have legitimate escort services that only do escorting, um, or those that aren't quite, you know, that are legitimate for the escort part, but then they are consenting adults after hours. Um, sorry. You know, I hate to say it that way, but that's how it kind of runs. Yeah. Well, I want to go so much into that story, but we've got, like, less than ten minutes, so I really want to get to this next one because it's a very interesting study this week uh, <laughs> from Yahoo. It was seven surprising things in the way of your sex life. And some surprising things that kind of made it to here and certain things that kind of help you. So I, I would warn you that over the next five minutes, uh, this is adult content. And we're all adults here. I don't expect any kids to be listening to a current event show. But if it is, this is more mature content at this point. But among the surprising things is they, quote, said that his belt size. is over the years, uh, guys' waistlines have stealthily expanded. But if you've never let it get between you and a great sex life, the surprise, his extra weight may actually have tipped the balance in your favor, ladies. According to studies, fat men last longer. So find a study published in the International Journal of Impotence Research showing that men with a higher body mass could make love for more than seven minutes on average versus less than two for their fitter and slimmer peers. Body fat may protect against premature ejaculation because it contains high levels of the sex hormone estradiol, which slows down a man's ability to ejaculate. <laughs> Another thing in here was that it says for the ladies that your supercharged jelly rubber rabbit may be turning you off. You just don't know it yet. Some sex toys, 7 out of 8 in a study by the Netherlands Organization for Applied Scientific Research, contain dangerously high concentrations of phthalates, which are new car-smelling industrial chemicals that make plastic soft, squishy, and easily molded into bumps, ridges, and pearls. The problem is that that exposure in the genital tract is especially vulnerable and associated with serious health problems, including lower testosterone levels, which may affect sex drive, uh, also lower sperm, and even certain cancers. Also, a drafty bedroom window. It says men aren't the only ones whose extremities need warming up. Women do, too, down there. In an orgasm study at the University of uh, Groningen, did I get that correct? I don't even know. Half the couples were unable to make the, the climax. The problem was cold feet, literally. Once socks were offered, the success rate shot up 80%. So comfort <laughs> is key. A lot of people always, and I saw this last week, a couple weeks ago on TMZ, they always talked about why do African-American men always wear socks when they make love. Now you know. A drafty bedroom window. It it's says not men sex are if you have socks on. Yeah. <laughs> it says men are uh, well, yeah. So the, the comfort was key with that one. Uh, it says city streets in the summer, more specifically, any foul odor, a public restroom, old squeegees, fresh fish bits, or any other nose wrinkler primes the subconscious to send you a message. <laughs> it says the result of spending time in a stinky space is that we unkindly have, <laughs> unthinkingly have safer sex. I don't know where that study comes from. Uh, baby, baby of the family status. This is how many lovers do you hope for in your lifetime? How many for your partner? Your answers partly depend on your birth order. According to a study at Florida Atlantic University, 
Firstborns desire fewer sex partners on average, four than their younger siblings, 13. In general, firstborn focuses on long-term goals like having kids earlier in life, while the younger siblings more often pursue short-term sexual strategies. The explanation, the eldest identifies more with parents and the status quo norms. The others don't have the same expectations and limitations. Hmm. Low-riding handlebars. I think we all know about that one. We've long known that the long-distance bike riding is bad for a man's sex life. Uh, but women who ride a racing-style bike with handlebars lower than the saddle for more than 10 miles weekly have a serious problem, too. A sustained loss of feeling in their genitals. Finds <laughs> a Texas A&M Health Science Center. Uh, what happens is that that forward-leaning position puts undue pressure on the soft tissues of the perineum and pelvic floor. So riding that way, you may be the hottest, fastest thing in the road, but slower to warm up in bed. Uh, and then it says the three-cent thing he never uses. It says when a man doesn't floss, bad breath isn't the only problem that can affect the sex life. According to a study of the Journal of Sexual Medicine, those with gum disease, an all-too-common result of dental neglect, are more than three times likelier to have erectile dysfunction than those with healthier mouths. Unflossed gums harbor bacteria that can enter the bloodstream. This clogs blood vessels, which in turn reduces the blood supply to that crucial organ. <sighs> I got that all out of the way. Surprised by anything you saw in that study? Um, kinda. <laughs> the bike riding one was funny. I kind of want to live like in the Netherlands or in Germany because apparently that's where all the sex studies happen. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was like, wow, that's fun. The socks thing was hilarious to me because it was like, ew, I don't want. No, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> You're uncomfortable with somebody wearing socks while you're... No, no, I'm not uncomfortable with somebody else wearing socks. But I don't want to wear socks. And then on top of that, then in my brain, the whole he didn't take his socks off thing. (laughs) 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 So then it just kind of... (laughs) It changes the atmosphere. We'll do it that way. It changes the the vibe. (laughs) So you say you have a problem with a guy wearing socks while... I don't have a problem with it. I said it changes the vibe. It changes my feelings. Well, wouldn't you rather it be a vibe that's going to last a little longer than the vibe that doesn't last because he's cold? <laughs> well, he shouldn't be cold. That's the point. He shouldn't be cold. We should be heating up the room pretty nicely. Well, you know, sometimes... <laughs> there should be no know, reason to leave. But let's, admit, but let's admit it, though. I mean, in certain positions, the guy is going to be standing on the floor. And if the floor, which sometimes does not get warm, is the coldest place ever, and as soon as he touches that floor, it's like, oh, man, it's cold. And, and then it, <laughs> it changes some things. So, yes, but socks, then, are slippery. So unless you have necessi- one of those socks that not, have the slip-resistant thing on the... Not necessarily. You know, on a, if you're going to be touching a quote-unquote cold floor, it's got to be a hard surface because carpet's not cold. If if you're a pro, you know how to not slip in those socks. On. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I haven't had any pros then. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Darn it. I've, I've actually seen, I need a new pro. I've actually seen scenes, you know, when I'm studying for some of the guests that come off from time to time, I've seen some of the scenes they do, and the guys sometimes have on the Timberland boots. Nothing else. <laughs> now, see, now that's even worse. I was like, that's Socks a little too I can far. handle. If they didn't even take their shoes off, dude, really? That's it's like. Traction. It's more traction. Traction <laughs> for what? What are you going to be doing? Hey. 
Let the imagination flow. Stuff I coming out the top of my head. I'm I'm good. <laughs> I would think in the heat of the moment you're not worried about socks anyway. I, I hope that's not your primary focus. Like, man, he's still well. If socks. I focus on socks or or boots, then it's not going to work anyway. Yeah, no. I guess so. You got bigger problems if you're still focusing on what he's what he's wearing on his foot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have bigger problems. <laughs> Somebody else has bigger problems <laughs> no, because I, I obviously have not been. My attention has not been grabbed. In the right way. Picky, picky, picky. I know. (laughs) I'm I'm gosh darn special, so I can be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we've got less than 90 seconds, my friend. Any shout outs for this week? No, no. I don't have anything this week. No? Mm -mm. I get to dress up tonight, though. Oh. I'm going to a middle school dance with a oh. balloon. Beach ball. Well, la dee da. You guys are too close together. Break we'll it up. Have, we'll have fun. But, okay. <laughs> but uh, no, no shout-outs on this uh, end as well. But like I said, join me next Thursday for 401 Lounge with Mary Carey, and then, we'll, of course, we will be back here next Friday with another interesting edition of Blog Talk Radio. Somewhere in between, I'm pretty sure Mary will do a twerking video. Um, <laughs> not today. <laughs> Blood rushing my head's not going to be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, as always, you can follow us over on Twitter for more of our witty uh, banter slash thoughts and opinions. Mary's over at Lou Eyes Mama. Of course, I'm over at News Comet BTR. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week. So for Mary, I'm LeVar. Make it a good one, everybody. Peace.